what is this movie in five words that someone tried to pitch in an elevator? I'm going to say gritty, urban, hip. Robin Hood. Fast Robin Hood. Rob, that's six. So Robin Hood <laughs> can be a name, so that's one. Oh wow! Way to change. Way to just pull. Wherever <laughs> you want. Hey, I'm, a white, I'm a white male. That's what we've been doing for a long. We've been time. doing this for a long time. We got it down. You do have. If Robin Hood counts as one word, I can do this in two words, and it's Robin Hood money. <laughs> that was the pitch. Young, hip, Robin Hood. Uh, costume. <laughs> Welcome to Trainwreck Theater. This week we're watching the 2018 Robin Hood movie. On the panel this week we have Juno, Aaron, Tanner, Gracie, Caroline, and myself, I'm more, and we're handing it over to Gracie to do the synopsis. So the synopsis, I mean, it's pretty basic, right? It's fucking Robin Hood, so you can't really say much about it, except it's about Robin Hood. He is a man who <laughs> who's named Robin. He is a man who was named Robin, and he <laughs> wears <laughs> and he steals from the rich and gives to the poor. Pretty basic. In this movie, he has a little love interest, and he gets taken away from her because he has to get sent to war, and then he comes back. And she's with another dude, and then he becomes Robin Hood, and he starts fucking stealing from the rich and giving to the poor, and then he starts a fucking revolution in his weird wooden town. It's all that's all like made of interconnected wood. I don't know. It's very bizarre. And then Nottingham, (laughs) Nottingham, and so he starts this big old revolution, and they rise up against the fucking rich and powerful, which. You know, that really is what probably needs to happen in our fucking country, right? Like, that's what you got to fucking do. And then, um, you know what happens from there, but they do leave. They leave the town. Apparently, they won, but they didn't, re- they didn't really win, but they escaped. I don't, I'm not, I'm a little foggy on that part of it. But they left the town. They kind of, like, got in a fight with the townspeople. And the but they took the money for the war effort, like, all their town's riches and stuff money and then but then the town lived on and was just gonna go on to fucking do that shit again because then the other guy political guy that was leading kind of leading a rebellion i don't know what he was doing really but he then he became the sheriff and then it was just all gonna start over again right yeah setting themselves up for robin hood 2 which back to blue (laughs) i don't think that's gonna happen though (laughs) (laughs) right So I will do a full disclaimer. I was like, all right, I want to, like, how I found this movie, what made me remember it is I was, like, thinking about what movie I wanted to pick. And I was like, all right, big, like, I just, like, Google search big movie flops and was scrolling through giant failures of movies. And I was like, oh, yeah, this one. I want to do, I want to see this one. 
I don't see why people hated it so much. I kind of liked it. I liked <laughs> the idea of it. The costumes were pretty outlandish and weren't in keeping with the time with the times, obviously, which Tanner was very upset about. And yeah, obviously, but it said, like, you don't know what time it was. Like they mentioned that at the beginning. Like when was it? I don't know, or something like that. Right. It's well, it's so during the third crusade. So it, like yeah. pretty it's much during the future. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So it's just <laughs> obviously they weren't trying to be accurate with their costumes because they were wildly not. So like once I kind of. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this is the matrix setting. Um, of yeah. Leather jackets. The yeah. Another time, another place, Aaron. Yes. They very <laughs> fired us, even though they kept giving us historical reference points. Yeah, exactly. Said, yes. At some point, he said, "Do you think Jamie Fox is doing a good job?" <laughs> and I was like, "I do. I was like totally happy with it." So I don't know. Am I the only one? I don't think no, anyone I think was did a great job acting poorly. I think it was well acted. It's just uh, like, oh, hold up. <laughs> Who do you think's doing the the Robin Hood is? I'm gonna toss him out because he's the least interesting. Okay, actual you can't say no. You can't say Lord was a bad actor except for the main character. I don't like think we're he was not a bad actor. Also, I thought he was just boring. Jamie Foxx was not doing like he was barely in it. Like his like I felt bad for him because like I feel like he's a really good actor, but like he his whole point in this movie was to like verbally tell you the plot and support the yeah. white dude like they're like yeah why because the storytelling in this movie is so poor right that they have to tell you like every 20 minutes what was going on and why they did it even though um, everyone knows the story going into it yeah he was just an exposition machine but it's a little different it's a little different this time forget everything you know it's a little yeah. different. In, they Guys, did say that a lot, but story. in what ways was it different than any other Robin Hood story? Name one difference. I Okay, I don't think in the other Robin Hoods that I can recall, uh, well, I don't think that they alluded to the fact that the Sheriff of Nottingham was working in conjunction with the church to fund the Crusades. No, Is not to fund the Crusades. To, well, to, to fund the the the, air, the Muslims, the Moors against the against the, yeah. the Christian. Right, because they were. That's I how they don't, were and I I've never seen every Robin Hood. We did just watch the '91 version. That's not a thing no. in that movie, but other ones maybe it came up. That this movie, when I was watching it, I got so angry so many times, and I was just very. I was angry a lot of the time while watching it, and which I think is so I, it was a it was a mixture of boredom punctuated by anger. There was so much action, and the machine gun, the machine gun crossbows and ballista. <laughs> that was a bit much, yeah. The okay, we're in the beginning of the movie, and they're walking around. And they're walking around like it's fucking SEAL Team 6 in the Crusades. Motherfuckers <laughs> didn't fight like that back then. And I, I know, okay, it's a movie. Let's, you know, artistic license. It looks cool. You can't walk around with a drawn bowstring for five fucking minutes. It made me so angry. It's an English longbow. They had to train those guys for years just to be able to pull the string. See, the problem is Tanner knows too much. He's too smart. I don't fucking know anything. They did not have these machine gun crossbow no, ballistas. 
That yeah, that was not a thing until like the closest thing to that was like until in the Civil War, and it was with guns. <laughs> like the original machine gun was like a well, first they had like a shotgun plate thing. I just wait. I have one more thing that I is different in this one than any other Robin Hood I've seen. Marion is not a, a uh, aristocracy. She doesn't seem to be made or a lady. She's like a more common person because well, she's, she's stealing a, a horse in the very, very beginning. That's their yeah, meet she's you. a thief. She's Yeah, she meets Robin and she's trying to steal his horse. But so that's also something that's different and strange. And she's Irish. Well, little John's normally no a black guy. Oh, yeah, the accents yeah. were all over the place. The accents were like, Far and wide, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was like Cockney sometimes and Scottish and Irish. Well, and also the movie was different in that it was talking about like they kind of in the movie where I mean they just they kind of fucked with the timeline because he doesn't even have the whole Mary men or whatever the fuck they're called. Well, they didn't. They they refused to say they had no timeline. I think that was a lazy. I think it was lazy of them to do that to say like so that they could get away with any historical inaccuracies. I feel like that's why they kept bringing that up. Well, and that's but the reason why they did that is so that they could have their cool like he's like he's like a ninja like loner movie. I'm like I don't know. All they were doing, all they were doing was Batman Begins. Yes. Yep. But it a very, very poor yeah. job of it. Batman Begins was great. They even did the recreation of the scene when Batman first gets back to Gotham in his full suit and he's like going around. The guy's like, where is he? Except for he was just in the middle of the road. They're like, where is he? And he just like walks up to them and shoots him with an arrow. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he was like a ninja who refused to go to stealth mode ever. And Wilson's leather hoodie and his bad uh, 95 mask on the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted him to be a superhero and have his like Playboy secret identity in this one a lot more than the other Robin Hoods. But his Playboy secret, secret identity, identity was lame. Yeah, his mask was always coming off like a stupid Constantly. Trump supporter. You know, like, and he was always like making these clues that he was hood like when he talked to uh, marion's boyfriend he was like well i don't know i wouldn't like you know count him out just yet like pretty much telling everyone who he fucking is like i feel like he made it really obvious who he was and he was also really stupid when he was talking to maid marion too just like I-, I don't know he was a dumbass i did not like yeah i did not like robin hood when he was talking to the guy, he's like, oh, what do you think about me? I mean, the hood. I mean, what do you think that I should do as the hood? I mean, damn it! <laughs> yeah. What do you think about the hood? <laughs> yes. I think this movie is trying to be so many other movies, too. It's like, we're going to be Robin Hood, and we're also going to be Assassin's Creed, and Jason Bourne, and The Hunger Games, and The Matrix. And then no, we're going to end it with a heist movie just thrown in at the end. And right. Terminator 2. Let's not forget that because there's definitely a, <laughs> a melted or a metal scene. Anyways. Right. It's just, it's just, it's trying so hard to be so many things and it leans so heavy on this like aesthetic that's oh. like medieval modern and it makes zero sense. Well, that's why it's so distracting too. Like it's so. I think just the guy, and I, I looked up the guy who you know directed it, and the guys who wrote it. He's never he had never made a movie before. He he directed. Yeah, I, I no, he I, looked this up. He, he hadn't actually. Yeah, I don't know he why he directed the Kingsman. No, he didn't. It was a different guy. The 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 Robin Hood was in in the Kingsman. The actor he's directed a bunch of like his dark materials. And Peaky Blinders. You did like Black Mirror and Peaky Blinders. This is you are thinking of the wrong guy. It's the actor who plays Robin Hood has been in both 
the both the Kingston movies. He's the lead. No, but the I thought the costumes were cool, but they were so like I don't know. It was just they were, they were so cool and edgy that it was just like these are just totally distracting and like. I couldn't even pay attention. I couldn't take anyone seriously because you looked like you just walked off like a Milan runway and I'm supposed to be like worried about your life. But really I'm like, Ooh, that's kind of an interesting jacket. You know, I, I don't push it. Like I don't care about you. And then like the architecture is, it looks like a fucking, I don't even know. It's, it's like, a video game movie. It looks like, it looks like if I, if you let Ikea, like, Build a castle. <laughs> that, that's that's very, really perfect. Yeah. I like that. I like that too. But I mean, yeah, the costumes were cool if you just look at them independently. Swedish postmodern hip Robin Hood. Yeah. Yeah. Except for he wasn't hip or postmodern. Or oh, but they were trying to be so <laughs> hip. Bother me. I kind of like that. It's sort of like the night a night's tale where they play modern music. But the Knight's Tale but is it's actually endearing. good. And this movie... The Knight's Tale was kind of like doing that thing where sometimes, you know, in movies they'll start out speaking like German or something and they'll just like transition. The characters will all be speaking English and you're supposed to be like, they're still speaking German, but instead of doing subtitles, they're just going to speak English for the audience. That's what they were doing in Knight's Tale. They're like, because they started out, they were playing the Renaissance music and then they transitioned it to like ACDC and you're like, oh, this is what our version of that music was to them. Like, this is what they hear when they hear this. So that's the translation so there was a logic to it in knight's tale in this movie it's just like yeah i think yeah a blue sports coat i think that's pretty cool i think sheriffs would wear that definitely like yeah a leather hoodie i mean that's awesome so let's just apparently being the sheriff of nottingham in this movie came with a gray leather duster his outfit though actually was really cool i think it was vinyl iron i looked at that jacket pleather it may be pleather i think it's in the middle Let's be in the middle. If you wanted to cosplay as that guy, and I did look up a cosplay website, you can get that whole outfit for like $180. So so bad. Go on, Gracie. I was going to say that um, in my defense of liking it, I've never seen any Robin Hood movies ever. Oh. And I I also... We're going to watch one tomorrow. I also have a very loose grasp on the Robin Hood story itself. And, so. his, and history in general. Right. <laughs> so Robin Hood, there's a lot. There's a of lot Robin of Robin Hood, Hood movies. movies. I know the very basic. So, I mean, this was kind of like the first time I've ever seen it on the big screen. So Okay. Was, okay, I can do this. It's making more sense now because yeah. the Robin Hood story is really repetitive. It's been played. Yeah. There's probably at least four or five movies and there's uh, including like Disney movie adaptations. And and when this movie came out, they had seven Robin Hood projects planned <sighs> in production. Okay. Oh, I, I really love Robin Hood. I have not seen all the Robin Hood movies, but I, yeah, I, I love Robin Hood. It's definitely something that I've always felt like I, if I lived in the past, I would have, wanted to be Robin Hood or whatever. It's something that I just, that's an issue that I have always felt incredibly strongly about is like wealth, unequal wealth distribution and like wanting to rob the rich and still to the poor. And because of how I've been feeling with Trump in office and just, you know, hearing about the new millionaires that have been created during quarantine, I almost like had to stop watching it a couple of times because it was just, I was getting so agitated, you know, like 
I know that that has been an issue throughout all of history, the the problem with wealth and corruption in the churches and just, oh, so I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that probably endeared me to it a little bit more, but I, I still didn't think the movie was that bad. I can see what they were trying to do with it, trying to like, they took a lot of, they, they added a lot of like creativity as far as like the fast action arrow gun thing. And like, I don't know, although the fight scenes I thought were really cool. I like the acting for the most part. Robin Hood was kind of wooden, but like the rest of the actors, I felt like did a really good job. I like Maid Marian a lot. There were some scenes where Robin was shooting wooden cutouts. And I, I mean, I was like, which one is the actor and which one is the wooden cutout? It's impossible to tell the difference. So. <laughs> well, the one that got an arrow in the face. Tanner <laughs> <laughs> said that I should watch the um, Kevin Costner one. Yeah. Yes, that one. I watched it today because I needed it. I needed Morgan Freeman and Kevin Costner. And that's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I didn't see that one either. It's a much better one, but there is only one Robin Hood movie you ever need to watch, and it's called Men in Tights. That's right. Well, that's this, the best. One. This is very true <laughs> because it's hilarious. It's just different because it's a parody. It's a parody. If you want, you'll you'll enjoy. You would not enjoy Robin Hood Men in Tights if you had not seen nope, the Kevin not Costner version. Not true. Because it's a parody. I haven't seen that one and I liked it. Oh, well, it's it's a parody of the Kevin Costner one. No, right? it's a parody of Robin Hood the story. Yeah, it's a parody of all the Robin Hoods and like the Errol Flynn ones. But it has like the witch. Yeah. But it has like all the same characters as the Kevin Costner one. Yeah. Because it's a basic story. Yeah. I guess I haven't seen uh, any of the like I saw the these I've people s- are ridiculous. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ooh. Us or the movie? Because <laughs> we watch so many movies or what? Oh. Yes. Yeah. That is exactly why. <laughs> and I will fucking tell you why I have done that. Because Tanner's like, oh, oh, they're making fun of the Airwolf Flynn one. And I'm like, who the fuck is Airwolf Flynn? <laughs> and he's like, oh, the person who directed Robin Hood in the 50s. No, he was the actor. Oh, the actor. How does anybody know who the fucking actor is that played Robin Hood in the goddamn 50s? Who knows that? I certainly don't want to know that, but you all... Bye. We are nerds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just like I just want to do a little synopsis of how far we are in this movie. So this is typical. Uh, it's just a typical Robin Hood story. It starts out with him fighting in the. Crusade. No, they tell us specifically this is not. Your typical Robin Hood story. It is, though. They make a big point of telling us that it is not that. Because he starts out fighting in the Crusades. He tries to intervene to stop the execution of this young man who is Jamie Foxx's son. He fails. Jamie Foxx and him, well, Robin Hood gets sent away because they're like, you clearly yeah. can't be trusted. But they here would anymore. have just killed him uh-huh. and well, not gut shot him. With they knew arrow. he was a lord. Why didn't they? Why did they send him back? They would just because he's him. a lord. No, they would have fucking killed him anyway. They say that explicitly. They say if you weren't a lord, you'd yeah. be on that stone too. Send him away. Yeah, Jamie. Fo- this is the one thing that I actually hated the most about this movie, and I hate it. In every movie, it's such a trope. Robin Hood tries to stop this execution. He stops it for like a minute. And Arthur from Peaky Blinders is in it. He's actually really great. I love him. He is the the captain in this uh, execution. Of the Crusaders. Yes. And we'll get into the 
what I decided to call them back in Nottingham, but I have a great nickname for them. Anyways, he, um, <laughs> he, he uh, tries to stop this execution and then he gets some other crusade guys to hold Robin back. They cut off the guy's head and then immediately he breaks free and everyone breaks free. And it's like, you're 15 seconds too late. It's always, it's like, yeah. you could have just yeah. pushed yourself off 15 seconds ago. And every, anyways, it's yeah. so annoying. But then they come back to England. And well, he, after he does that, he breaks the chain that the the slaves are cut to. Right. But yeah, he could have broken free earlier right. and done that. Yeah. But so he, so they they come back to England and he finds his manor is like burned down, broken down. Miriam's gone. He finds out that everyone has, or the sheriff has declared him dead and they've been stealing, not stealing, but basically just squeezing the shit out of everyone in Nottingham. And then he sees that Miriam has a new boyfriend or whatever, and he's pissed at her, which is another annoying trope. Like she thought you were dead, bro, for years. Get over yourself. Yeah, for years. Yeah. He like was literally confronted her and said like, I I told you to wait for me. And she's like, they said you were yeah, dead wait like, for a corpse sure bro yeah i'll wait for you right yeah it's so annoying but whatever i hated how it just seems so stupid to me that jamie fox came back and i just hate that i know that like the character morgan freeman or whatever that character in the other robin hood movie but that one he actually saved Azim. i just watched it yeah he saved he saved but his you. life but he's like you tried to save my son i'm like yeah, he didn't really actually. What did he really do? He didn't really do much. No, he said that he chose him because his skill with the bow was really good, and then he was going to use right. So, like in this movie, like in all the other Robin, in all the other Robin Hood movies, Robin Hood is doing. He's stealing from the rich and giving to a poor, like kind of out of his own volition. In this movie, Robin's motivation is to win Marion back. Yeah. And it is Jamie Foxx's character who is little John pushing him, whatever that, weird, what, yeah. Uh, why they did that. Uh, anyway, and that he's the one that he's like, I'm going to stop war and I'm going to use you to bring down yeah. the banks because you're really good with a bow. Yeah. And because you're good with a bow, you're going to be a superhero. It's so convoluted and arbitrary. I was really annoyed that like he was able to go back with them to like, how did he do? They totally gloss over how how he was able to get on the ship. He said he stowed away for three months on a ship, which, okay, how do you go unnoticed on a small ship for three months, but whatever. How did he get on the ship while he was running out of that prison? Right, with no hand. Yeah, and how was he walking around for like a couple of weeks before he like found Robin again, if he came there for No, he was spying on him. He was following him along. Yeah, he was following him. I I do want to say one thing about, I wanted to, I had something to add to to Caroline's uh, wealth redistribution. Like this movie does just like, it reminded me of like, money's just like stacked away behind like it just sits in a fucking room right for someone to go steal it well there's people starving because they don't have any fucking money but like all this money's just sitting in a room doing nothing for anyone but at least rich people back in the day during the crusade times like at least they were drafted now they just draft poor people it just there wasn't enough like world building like to where if it i don't know i guess i don't know it was just 
like in John Wick, there's enough world building to know that like this is obviously like there's this whole alternative universe and sub like that we don't know about. So you can like be like, oh, these people have fucking magical super skills because there's this whole secret society we didn't know about. In this one, it's like, no, we're in the 12th century, but everyone's clothes are different and there are all these weapons that we didn't know about that didn't exist. And it just, I, I don't know. I just got bored a lot because I'm like, it just, the stakes seem so low at all times for all these characters. I'm like, you know, I'm just, you know, I had no, there was no grittiness to it at all. And I know it's kind of like a superhero type movie, but like Robin Hood, I don't think lends itself to that. Robin Hood is supposed to be like a morality tale about like, it's like about a rich guy learning how to not be a dick and learning how to be like normal. That's the whole movie. And they're making it like, no, it's just Robin Hood. He, he runs in here and he shoots a million arrows. And, you know, it's like you're turning Batman into Superman and it doesn't fucking work. That's like. Yeah, that bothered me a lot, too. Like, I've never seen him be a lord before. And like, yeah, no, he's a be... lord in the Kevin Costner. Yeah, but he lives in the forest for most of the movie, you know? Well, yeah, like, because he's old 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 it kind of he's not a lord. I've never seen him be a lord. No, he's a nobleman in exile normally when the Robin Hood story picks up. So after he comes back from the Crusades, he's always lost his... And they do a, big, a good version of that in Men in Tights. Where his castle's literally being dragged yeah. away when he gets home. <laughs> but yeah, he's always, he's always a nobleman in exile. So you don't see him as a nobleman, but he grew up as a lord. So he's always a lord. That's always part of the story. Well, there's a... I, I didn't know that this one existed today until I was trying to find the Kurt Russell one. I mean the um, Kevin Costner one. There's a there's a Russell Crow uh, yeah. Robin Hood. Yeah. I was gonna say if there was a Kurt Russell one, we should have watched yeah. that one. Yes, <laughs> that would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. But there's a Russell Crow version. Did anybody no see that in the Russell Crow version? Um, he comes back, does all the Robin Hood stuff, and then basically writes the Magna Carta, and and then they set it up for a sequel that never happened. I want to <laughs> like this one. I want to move us along because we keep spinning in a lot of stuff. Uh, there, we get introduced, reintroduced to the guy that uh, uh, that um, has Jamie Foxx's son killed, who's Arthur from Peaky Blinders, and he turns out to be what I called. I told Aaron, I was like, "Oh, it's the Nazgul of Nottingham," <laughs> because that's totally what they look like. They're just what is all that? in black. <laughs> You know, from Lord of the Rings, like they're all in black. They work for Sauron. They're, um, you know, they're just after Robin Hood. They're terrifying. They're, they're yeah. basically like cops in riot gear. And they're they're the ones that are always after Robin Hood. But then he does his like first sort of heist. And his fucking mask is always falling off. And it pisses me off. And I, th I think we all have PTSD from these assholes who won't wear their fucking masks properly. Get some goddamn yeah. loops to go over your ears, Robin, instead of wearing a <laughs> stupid neck gaiter. Anyways, I want to talk about the ball that really is when I think they push us over with the costumes. And I will give the costume designer props because apparently a, a, a lot of the stuff was handmade and it is beautiful. It's not cheesy. It's just, yeah, it it's looks just, good. It's jarring because you're like, again, 
these women are wearing like halter tops and one shoulder dresses and hunger game style clothes. And the music is very Yeah, and they have their hair in really crazy ways too. Like there was yeah. one hair was like wrapped up on top of that even was a little much for me. Like I was like, okay, I get it. Like you're taking some artistic leeway costume, but like it was a little much. I agree at that point. And there, there was a lot of like, okay, well, that seems that's a little too modern. The yeah. one thing that allows me to give this movie a little bit of leeway is like, you know, they're the Kevin Cost, the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. Like, you're just not going to be better than that, really, in like trying to make it be authentic. So we should probably stop. Okay, I, I, them, I, I, right? Like, yeah. I'm not yeah. saying you can't. I'm just saying like, <laughs> I know we, just, we should stop. Okay, because they're not. They're you not trying to, to be the same movie. I get it. No okay. one is as good as Kevin Costner. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. Is that like? Well, now Juno. Now, since we're saying such good things about Kevin Costner, you're gonna have to like, <laughs> tag him in this. Kevin Costner at K Costner <laughs> at Field of Dreams is probably his. Throw out a, a Morgan Freeman shout out. <laughs> yeah, I think if they hadn't added any historical elements to it, it would have been uh, significantly better. Because yeah, it kept. It took me out of the movie a lot of times too, just the inaccuracies. Cause I, I love history too. And I love, yeah, that, that shit just irked me too. The styles were just, yeah, nothing, nothing even close to that. Like Maid Marian would not be having cleavage and like most of her outfits wearing like see-through lace garments. She would have been like burned for being a witch whore back then for that shit. Like right. it was stop feeding the poor. You're a lady. Yeah. <laughs> I did notice a few times when Robin Hood was walking around with the hood up, he looked a lot like a 27-year-old like mom coming from yoga. <laughs> uh, he just kind of, that was basically his outfit. He's kind of slight. Like, on a man. slightly chilly day, like he's kind of, you know, bundled up a little bit, walking back to his SUV so he can go pick the kids up from school. <laughs> oh, like, like, a, he, like he has like a puffy jacket, like those Patagonia. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> exactly. Some of us have puffy jackets. I have a puffy jacket. I'm not saying it's a bad look. I'm just saying it's a little jarring to see on Robin. So then Robin Hood tries to stop this by like creating a diversion, I guess, and they end up in this like high speed chase with the oh, horses. Oh, that's my favorite scene in this movie. The high speed horses. Oh my God. Like running and jumping over like all these like bridges and like scaffolding. And the yes. molten <laughs> lava. Yeah. Oh God. It's yeah. the chase scene. And shooting best. bows and arrows. Maid Marion is, she tries to stop them and she's locked in this basket. And so she's screaming to be let out and. And then she's let out. (laughs) And then she's let out and just argues with him about him not telling her that he's Robin Hood. And wants to talk all of a sudden. Yeah, while they're being, yeah. Chased, yeah. Women. What a woman, huh? Just wants to talk while there's arrows being shot right in front of her God, all they care about is taking care of other people (laughs) and talking about their feelings. (laughs) So then they do this, this fight, the the leader of the Nazgul's and... The Nazgul of Nottingham. <laughs> yeah, the Nottingham Nazgul's <laughs> and uh, band name sounds like a soccer team. <laughs> yeah, ole, 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 ole. <laughs> what happens after that? Then they they are no able to get cares. away. Still, <laughs> they they uh they, they take after that. little John. Well, because they do that. 
They do that whole heist oh, into yeah. the treasury where the plan was to not steal anything, apparently, but Robin Hood didn't realize he wasn't supposed to steal anything until he escaped. Because I was like, how is he planning on transporting all of this loot out of the treasury by himself? And then he just, like, jumps out a window. It's such bad... Well, well that's like, later, right? Oh, when they explode the the ground no, and they sink No, he's talking that. about, like, when they... The heist oh, that's that he before goes the ball. into... Yeah, I thought that was what led into the high-speed chase. No, that was before the ball, actually, I think. Yeah, that was before... The big robbery. you're talking about yeah. more was before the ball, and that's the one where I was like, Jamie Foxx never covered his face, and everybody would oh. know like, he was hanging out with the black guy. Yeah, that was like the practice run, sort of, tra- when they kind of got stuff and were throwing the coins everywhere. But that is... What- no, they did a first one where they actually stole stuff, and then they broke into the treasury later. Yes. And he didn't steal anything, but little John's like... The whole point is just to like make some noise right. and they like blew up the treasury magically because they had explosives right. somehow. Yeah, right. just to show them that we're here. Oh god, this is so dumb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then like, this, is a like, bank to show them that we're here. <laughs> but like they also had this like super elaborate vault setup. It really was. They were making a heist. They were like, let's add a heist movie in. This is now the Italian job. <laughs> well, yeah. And at the end, he's like, here's this elaborate heist plan. And then what it turns out that the plan actually was, was we're just going to walk down the street unmasked and just attack them straight on. Like, that was the whole plan. And then they start throwing well, multiple while cocktails. While they, like, drop down the carriage with money in it. Yeah. Like, from below. They, they burn, they set a big fire underneath the roadway in this tunnel. Yeah. They had him stopped at the bridge. They burned it underneath so they could get the the carriage, and then they blew it open and started taking the money. And they had dug these tunnels underneath to transport the money out to boat. It was more elaborate than just like walking. They at dug them. those tunnels themselves, and they have less than three Apparently, days. Apparently, yeah, in a day. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize that they. I thought they were established. No, tunnels, at least. They might have been, but I mean, it it randomly led to right under where the carriage was See, going. I thought that that was part of the plan that Miriam and the Friar had already been working on. This movie is very well communicated to the watcher, obviously. No, I mean, they do stop like every 30 minutes and have a character explain to you the motivations I and think the purpose. Before, before <laughs> I that... <laughs> I liked it because it helped me understand what was going on. <laughs> it's more like a sitcom for right. Gracie. But She's she like, was- last time on Robin Hood. That's probably why I liked it. That's probably another reason I liked it because I knew what was fucking going on. Like half of the time in movies, I'm like, I don't know what's fucking going on. This is too much for me. Like I can't pay attention every goddamn fucking second. I have fucking shit to do. So like. I like it to be reiterated or have like a fairly simple plot because I'm gone a lot of the time. I'm doing stuff. See, the whole point is though, they should be good enough at storytelling that they don't need to tell you verbatim. So before, before they, there is exposition in other movies and it feel like it would bother you more if you didn't particularly like the movie than others. It's gotta be the right. There is exposition in some good movies too. It's gotta be balanced. Yeah. Yes. Before they well, and in good movies, if they do it though, they have like actual character development, actual plot, actual things happening within the story that let you know what's going on. And then if they need a little exposition to kind of get things going, they can throw that in. But this movie was just like random action scenes, stop for exposition, random action scenes, and that's yeah. just all yeah. it was. It you shouldn't be aware that you're getting exposition. Yeah, for sure, it should be more I- integral. Yeah. Wait, 
Did they literally just stop and be like, hey, so this is what's going on? No. I, yes. They had the narrator guy. Yeah. I want, because I want to go back to something before they do that final, like everyone comes together and takes the money and drops the shit down. And there's the big fight scheme. Robin Hood gets on the pedestal and he's talking to the people. And that's when he, it's 20 minutes before the end of the movie. And he's finally had this moment where he's like, we got to come together. They're ripping us off. They're doing all this terrible shit. You know, like we're, we can do this together. Like, to you know, whatever. And the people are not that enthusiastic. It's kind of like, yeah. Are you talking about, oh yeah, okay. There's this fun random drunk guy in the crowd who Robin Hood gives his whole speech and then it's just silence. And there's one random drunk guy and he's like, yeah, let's do that. And everyone's like, oh, okay. So clearly that guy was the real leader of the crowd. Like whoever that guy was, was the natural leader to that crowd. Everyone's like, what's Bill think? Yeah. Oh, he's into it. Okay. Yeah, let's okay. do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> I noticed that too, you know, like the there was a very lethargic crowd. Like it really was. Like he did not inspire yeah. them very much. You're like, all just like staring at him. It makes sense though, because they're probably like malnourished, overworked. They're fucking tired. Like they're making horseshoes all day. Like I, they're dirty. I get yeah, they, it. They, you know? they showed a lot of like coal. On their faces, they're dirty. They no one bathes. Compared with like Mar- the three main characters, they were always like squeaky clean and like dressed nice. Except like the townsfolk were like missing teeth, fucked up right. hair, like ripped well, clothes. Jamie Fox, yeah, must be a keen. How do you know they don't have shit all over them? That's <laughs> <Yes>, true. <laughs> Is that a Monty Python reference, Matthew? Yes, it was. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so when they when they have their big culminating fight scene and they take the big money what is that the money drop carriage down and then the sheriff of nottingham parts the fire like the red sea well he has the guys the the shields yes metal riot shields somehow yeah yeah to part the fire it's like that's not how fire works yeah (laughs) normal pace i'd be like run your ass through i'm getting burned more literally my note was that's not how fire works yeah what if my princess to like scroll through he's just like yeah i'm gonna walk i'm just gonna shred through here yeah Yeah. but then so in this fight this riot that's going on like they go back to save William, right? And then he like Robin Hood jumps up onto this thing. He's like, there's this battle weight raging around him, and he goes, like, guys, I give up, stop, everybody stop. Right. And they do. So like that was very convenient. Barely an inconvenience. He's like, hey guys, I give up. You want me? <laughs> like they were just fighting these other people to the death, and they just like stop for no reason. Like yeah, that's who they wanted. Every battle in every movie can be stopped by the protagonist telling everyone to stop. That's how war stop! works. That's what they were trying to do <laughs> on the battlefields of World War Two. Stop! <laughs> you guys, Nazis are the bad Douglas, guys. Douglas MacArthur here. I give up. <laughs> every battle in World War Two, they're just waiting for Tom Hanks to walk out and say, "Like, yo, guys." Let's be cool about this. Or Matt Damon? <laughs> <laughs> or Matt Damon, yeah. 
really <laughs> any actor any white male actor has been in a world war ii movie it happens yeah let's talk about world war ii movies instead of this movie guys <laughs> let's talk about like our favorite colonoscopies <laughs> instead of this movie <laughs> I colonoscopy sounds like good because a cleanse might be kind of nice anyways um <laughs> the, uh, Jamie Foxx has been detained this whole time but escapes and gets his mm. hands on some Nazgul Nottingham Nazgul gear and when Robin Hood is being like held and is about to be killed he reveals himself he throws him a crossbow he kills everybody and then he sh- strings up the shot the sheriff sheriff, and then wait can i also say like they went back to save will but he didn't go to the jail to fucking save this dude who's like just lost his son and shit like who is being definitely tortured and i feel like they would have known that what the fuck dude had to save himself by like ceramic in his mouth and slitting the guy's throat that was pretty badass like that whole him freeing himself scene with one fucking hand too Motherfucker was That's talented. Right. It's like he didn't even highlight that he only had one hand. He didn't even, it never impacted him, which like good for him. Yeah. I know. In that one scene, he just like, he screams a little bit as he puts his hand into molten hot metal to like put that cap on. Yes. It. And then that's it. Like, and then it's like, okay, it's fine. I have like a hammer. He hand is now. the man with the <laughs> iron fist, yeah. dude. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> With the leather cover on his nub. I hated when, when Robin Hood went back and he's like, what did he say? What dumb shit did he say? Oh, either we're all getting out or none of us are getting out. And I th- turned to Gracie and said, I'm pretty sure that's not how war works. I think a lot of times, like, people just don't get out. Well, no, I think that Robin Hood was speaking of, like, so Robin Hood is like, okay, we need this guy who's trying to be the politician of the people, right? Because he's the one that's really going to, like, Harvey this money. Yeah, he really really did two-faced it, right? Like, this is the guy we need to be the true leader. We need people to follow him. He's the hero we need. Right. And so, uh, <laughs> but not the hero we get. <laughs> that's why they went back to go get him. And then he turned out to be literally two faced because half of his face got burned off. The connection there is very clear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's very heavy ended. <laughs> you went from like social justice warrior to fascist real quick. Oh, on a dime. Yeah. Almost they were like, you could get this sweet ass gray leather duster. And he was like, I'm in. <laughs> I'm like, the sheriff, bitch. Genuine Swedish leather duster. That Did that dime, good. was that a double-headed dime that he got? Oh. That, was like up on side? that might have been my least favorite part about the movie, about how, how that guy just like switched at the end and was like the worst ever all of a sudden. I mean, like, I get it. Robin Hood took your chick. That fucking sucks. But you're really going to change your whole political ideology because some fucking... Sick. Some guy. Oh, but for him, he didn't believe in the ideology. It was a means to an end. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, who's doing it for himself? And didn't Robin Hood didn't even like get together with Miriam in the end? It was it was just his perception of seeing them kiss in that hole. Wait, they didn't end up together. They don't make that sort of connection. It was alluded to. I mean, not yeah. really. It was for the sequel, Judah. Right. Well, the I know sequel. in the other movie, Sean Connery comes and marries him. So. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> but not before he takes Prima Nocta. Ew. Actually banging her before, not just making <laughs> out like he did. But <laughs> that's what Prima Nocta was. It's, I so. can joke about it because I'm Scottish. And I probably have that. I, oh, I'm i English, too. It's fucked up. Anyways, guys. We can joke about it because we're women. And we had to be the ones that had to deal with that I shit. think that this movie ends on an extreme amount of hubris. That they were going to get greenlit for a sequel. Like, how <laughs> dare you? <laughs> well, and I love that he's holding up, like, the the Unabomber wanted poster. Where the, you know who the fuck he <laughs> right? is. He's Robin of Loxley. Everyone knows what his face looks like it's like the hood on the one to poster i hated how robin hood didn't ju- why would you not just shoot the guy why are you shooting right the poster? like he's right there you could just nip it in the bud right now and fuck shoot him like why are we playing these games like right just- it's not like they didn't show robin hood kill 30 people this <laughs> oh, <movie>. 30 yeah <laughs> 300 you could have killed all the cardinals, all those motherfuckers. Yeah, in one fell swoop. So yeah, for that's sure. why I that really annoyed me. Actually, that was another thing that I thought was really stupid. Because Robin Hood two, back to the hood, is what they were going for, <laughs> and you know. Oh, this was a prequel. Oh my god, this was a prequel to that. No, this was supposed to be an origin story, but also the story of Robin Hood. So I think if they had made a sequel, it would have been the same story again, except for now he was in the forest with his merry men. Uh, it's just, it's dumb because they had, they had nowhere to go because they did the whole fucking story. Well, right. But the sequel would have been him fighting against the new sheriff. Right. But it's the same movie, Nottingham right? With the merry men. But it's the same movie. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. it's the and same. Mary wasn't in the forest with them either. Like, that's the whole thing. Any sequel, it's the same movie. <laughs> but in all the Robin Hood stories, he's already out in the forest before Marion yeah. comes and joins them. He has to like go into yeah. the city, get Marion, and bring her out to the forest. That's part Sherwood of it. Sherwood Forest so. is like a character in and of itself in the Robin Hood movies because it's like it's hmm. kind of like how New York is the it, character yes, in Sex and the City. It is because it's like <laughs> this creepy place yeah, that people won't go into, but it's actually not at all creepy. They've set it up to seem creepy and it's, it provides a refuge for the men of Nottingham who are being like super harassed by the sheriff. In this movie that's not even a thing. They don't like they don't even talk yeah. about the sh- the Sherwood Forest at all which sucks cuz Sherwood Forest is cool. Yeah, it's like the best part of a Robin Hood story. They build a whole tree but forest this is, they- like or treehouse forest like This is the urban urban This is the the gritty Gritty, Hunger Games, Hurt Locker, Batman, Jason Assassin's Creed. I really do think it's more of the John Kingsman. Wick version. Like they really wanted, right? That's what they're they were hoping to set up their sequel with. Is like, we just want another movie of this Robin Hood killing people with mowing a bow. Mowing people down. Yeah, mowing. We just more people down with a bow. what it is socialism is great but it's really about the friends we've made along the way and the men we killed (laughs) that's beautiful thank you i'm a poet i'm available for inaugurations too the working class (laughs) should rise up and 
take their own. Kill death. the masters. Oh, but sorry. but we have to wait for a rich guy to tell us to do it. Perfect. Right. Yeah. Or people can never do it on their own. They need a rich person to lead them. That's how you gain credibility. Okay, what are the what are the pros of this movie? Who wants to start? Don't all go at once. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll add start. some cricket sounds in there. <laughs> so I, Carol Ann. I have a lot of good stuff to say. Okay. I I like the actress. I I haven't seen her before. Um, I thought she was a really good actress. I think that it's always good to keep remembering each generation, maybe even several times over, that it's a good thing to rob the rich to give to the poor. Keep that idea of socialism in mind. And I thought Jamie Foxx like, was a really good actor in this, too. I, I just like seeing him work. Yeah. And the costumes were pretty cool. Yeah. I just like the whole social justice piece. I agree, Carol Ann. Like, I feel like that's... A really good theme and you know i love how they're like the rich people are fucking going down and we need more of that in our fucking real world so this movie costs 100 million dollars <laughs> the irony oh my god <laughs> It was like stylized for sure, but I kind of liked it. Like once I realized kind of like what they were doing, I was like, okay, like the costumes were pretty cool. I, the um, one time was overdone with the ball or whatever, you know, but I liked it. This, the I set liked- design was good and it wasn't cheesy. It was, I mean, they obviously spent a lot of money on this movie. It didn't, it looked like really it, there wasn't a lot of CGI and it showed like, that's always kind of annoying. I think when things are really green screened and, and look super fake and digitalized, but I, I, there, there clearly was a lot of work and effort put into the, the costumes and the, the scenes and, and everything. And it was shot. Well, it, it wasn't like Jason Bourne movies sometimes or Assassin's Creed movies. Sometimes like they're so choppy and you can't focus on anything. And I didn't really get that from this movie. So that's nice. At least. Yeah. I was going to say like, if I can ignoring the fact that like their machine gun crossbows didn't exist, like the action scenes were pretty fun in this film. I disagree. I was eternally bored by them, but not understand Tanner's boredom. Like, I can see the areas of dislike, but I don't think it was boring by any means. Like, I was definitely... Yeah, it was boring as fuck. I thought I was I was entertained, and I was intrigued. I don't know. I was just... I got... It put me to sleep three different times. <laughs> I was watching a movie, and, like, no one pulled out... I mean, I know they're like, let's make a medieval movie, and no one will ever fight with a sword. I'm like... People, like, it just made me mad. I don't like it. It just, walking around with your fucking arrows out, like you're holding out a fucking Uzi, you would be tired within 10 seconds. It just makes me mad. And I could I could just never get past that. I was just, like, walking around like this for, you can't see, I'm pulling, you know, like a bowstring. That amount of, like, it just, I can't. I couldn't get past how long, like, they were walking around. Like, the bows just... No one ever pulled a sword in the entire fucking movie, and it just pissed me off. Yeah, the only time he used a sword was to cut through giant metal chains. And I know that was probably, like, a purposeful choice. You're like, no, no swords. Only arrows. And I'm just, uh, Arrows just, are so expensive. Well, there's the gun of the uh, <laughs> medieval times. So. But if like bullets cost a thousand dollars, within thirty seconds of watching the movie, they're walking around like whatever Angkor or whatever place they are. I, I believe they're in Istanbul, right? They're in. Yeah. 
Oh, and uh, they're they filmed this movie in Croatia and France. No, but when they're walking around the Middle East, wherever they are in the Holy Land, Croatia, and they the bow out <laughs> like they're SWAT SEAL team, and they've got it, and he's holding it for like five minutes, and it yes. just makes me mad. And well, never- also Tanner, those bow staffs weighed up to a hundred pounds, so you could never just hold it. Those guys, right? Weight. That's what Tanner was saying. Like, no, I thought you were talking about the hundred- tension. No, yeah, that the, the tension. And a, like, in addition to the weight, is yeah, it's insane. We yeah, we know. We well, get the British longboat. Those guys were like they had to get like the strongest guys, right? Because they were specially trained. Well, Tanner, all the strongest men were counting all the gold in this movie. Okay, I don't know if you noticed that all the big dudes <laughs> knew how to count. Okay, that's what they were doing. They were, they were stacks out of gold. Yeah, they were stacking and up the all the processing plates. center. Here are the cons of this movie. The cons. Although, before you start, though, I will say, as a big man, I do enjoy seeing big men being portrayed as sitting and counting instead of just like bouncing at bars. Finally. So, yeah, finally, finally. some representation for large white men. <laughs> count too. <laughs> <laughs> all right tanner go on with the cons i believe tanner like interrupted the pros with cons. Like, all he did was, like i feel like this movie the cons are i bet they were really trying to reach for like the archer you know the people who are really in archery but i bet they lost them it's a really small demographic right. I feel yeah. like. well this movie was made by the same studio that made hunger games and so they were they're trying to capitalize on the Hunger Game like Archer craze that lasted about three minutes until everyone got bow and arrow and they're like, fuck this. this oh, is this is so hard. <laughs> who could who could hold this for more than two seconds? Like it's a really small demographic. I feel like that's not why people like Hunter Games, but <laughs> and even the set design, everything was just too slick and too too over stylized to where I was like telling Gracie, I feel like this all the whole movie reminded me of like if you've ever been to Disneyland. Or Disney World or Universal Studios, where they do like the action shows, you know, where they have yeah. like, like, oh, the, and then it's Water World and like jumps out. Everything, it reminded me of that, like the way the set design looked. It all just looked, none of it looked real. It was, all it was like, like the Pirates of the Caribbean at TA in yeah, exactly. Vegas. Treasure Island. Like it's supposed to look run down, but it just looks really yeah, like, like Even the slum, I'm like, this slum doesn't look that bad. I wouldn't mind living here. Like, I'm not trying to be rude, but like a real slum in medieval Europe would have been, everything would have been covered in. Disgusting. People were just yeah. pouring their piss and shit buckets in the street. And it just, it, they were trying, I will tell you, I respect this movie because I think everyone on this movie worked really fucking hard. Yeah. They were working their asses off. But they, they did. They worked too hard. Like everyone, they said, they told everyone, you do the most you could ever do on anything. So like the guy who designed the sets, designed more sets. And the guy who, the guys who designed the sets and all the guys who designed all the costumes, I know they were probably not on cocaine, but... I feel like they probably should have been. So that's it. Everybody's on cocaine. Um, I, I, I'm going to wrap up our cons because I know we're probably going way over. I think we, I speak for all of us when we say the biggest con is they tell you to forget everything and then they lean so heavily on what you know. It's, there's just no character. Another time, another there's place, no you know. There's no character development. 
If it's th- if it's that seriously different of a time and a place, then they should have spent the upfront time of this movie instead of wasting it on stupid like heists that don't result in anything that of substance. Then tell us actually who Robin Hood is. Tell us who Marion. Why does she have an Irish accent? Why does Will Scarlet have an Irish accent? What you can do an English accent. We are in 2020. At this point, it's in 2018. Yeah. <laughs> you can find an actor or an actress that can do a British fucking accent. English, excuse me, an English accent. You're not going to be like Kevin Costner speaking with an American accent. We have Christian Slater <laughs> speaking with an American accent. Everyone else is speaking with a British accent. No, that's, we're not going to do that anymore. Okay. It's 2000s. We can find actors who can do this. Even fucking Renee Zellweger can be an English lady, okay? So anyways, that's the worst part. No matter how poorly she did it, according to Brits, yeah. Let's get into our ratings. Tanner, give us your rating. I give it five out of ten gators. Net Net gators. (laughs) More, what's your rating? I will give it a one out of ten sales at Nordstrom's (laughs) for the costumes, because I'm pretty sure that's where they got most of them. (laughs) <laughs> Nordstrom rag. Aaron, what's no, your rating? You, you want me to go? Okay. okay, I can go. Um, I'll actually give it uh, three out of eight stolen gold coins. Caroline. I will give it seven out of ten hung sheriffs. No, broomsticks. Oh, oh, oh dark. <laughs> you're you're into those hung oh, sheriffs. Hung, yeah. Oh, hung sheriffs. Okay, <laughs> that or broomsticks. I'm not sure which more, but I'll go with broomsticks. That's original. What? What you hung sheriffs. Well, because I mean, he was hung. Oh, I know. Him. I know. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Well hung. Gracie, what is your rating? My rating is seven out of ten perfectly aimed arrows. Oh, right, Aaron. I I can't come up with a good rating for the. I I guess I'll just give it. I'm sure you can have it. Three out of ten broken arrows. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) That's fair. That's the saddest reading ever. <laughs> in this in this last little bit of talking, though, we have mentioned two movies we should watch, which is Waterworld and Broken Arrow. So. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> no one mentioned we should watch that. <laughs> <laughs> and leave a rating if you're enjoying the show. We'll be back next week with another movie. It might be amazing, it might be terrible, but we're sure we'll turn it into a train. Join us! Can we even talk about the fact that there wasn't even a fucking currency-based system, a mercantile system in place during this time? It didn't work like that, guys. I think we've dropped historical accuracy already off yeah. Okay, it's not even another time, another place, Tanner. Yeah, goddamn it. Yeah. Another time. Forget everything exist. you know. <laughs>